Speed, tree, 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 Oh, was that him? I don't know. How many fingers did he have? I'm sorry, I couldn't get the binoculars out in time. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chadwick Boseman. I know personally that your generosity extends past what you have given on the stage and scream. Many of you already know the story that Mr. Washington, when asked by Felicia Rashad to join her in assisting nine theater students from Howard University who had been accepted to a summer acting program at the British Academy of Dramatic Acting in Oxford, he gracefully and privately agreed to contribute. As fate would have it, I was one of the students that he paid for. Imagine receiving the letter that your tuition for that summer was paid for and that your benefactor was none other than the dopest actor on the planet. <laughs> I have no doubt that there are similar stories at boys and girls clubs and theaters and churches across the country where I know you have also inspired and motivated others. An offering from a sage and a king is more than silver and gold. It is a seed of hope a bud of faith. There is no Black Panther without Denzel Washington. And, 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 and not just because of me, but my whole cast, that generation, stands on your shoulders. The daily battles won, the thousand territories gained, the many sacrifices you made for the culture on film sets through your career, the things you refused to compromise along the way, laid the blueprints for us to follow. And so now, let he who has watered be watered. Let he who has given be given too. It is an honor to now know you, to learn from you, and join in this work with you May God bless you exceedingly and abundantly more in what's in store than he ever has before. God bless you. Suddenly it's the shocks you the most, you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't even know the dude was sick or something like that. But I, I think that that's, that's unsettling for us on the outside because it hit us like that. Mm -hmm. And it's not like he died suddenly. It's like he died suddenly to us. Right. But his family was like, for four years they've been dealing with this. Damn, that's messed up. It feels like this one year is the entire decade of the 60s. And I don't know, and this is an exaggeration off rip, but it feels like only black people are dying. <laughs> And this was different. Chadwick Bozeman dying is different from Kobe dying because y'all know. Something different. Yeah.
because of the roles that he played. Because I was telling this motherfucker, my bad, I didn't have to talk to you. I know. Like, what did you do? You killed Cat Child with Mosby, motherfucker? I know you did. You killed Cat You did it. You did it. You did it. But this nigga played Thurgood Marshall, Jackie Robinson, and James Brown, and then played Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, he didn't get his notoriety until Black Panther. Right. He got it a little bit after he did after he did Jacket, after yeah. he did 42, but... Uh, yeah, but not as much as Hell no. And it kind of... Him doing Black Panther, a fictional character, kind of summed up all those other characters. And I just read an old Esquire um, article about him from 2019. And it didn't mention the cancer or anything in that article either, but... He was saying that I didn't know this. He didn't even want to be an actor. He wanted to be a director, writer. You know what I'm saying? But in high school, when he joined drama, that's what his teacher told him. He was like, you can't be a director unless you know what actors think. So you'll know how to deal with actors. And that's when he started playing around with acting. And he didn't want to do it because he was saying that his, um, his sister was doing... Um, doing stuff in entertainment, and it seemed like <laughs> you didn't close the shit like fucking He-Man. You wouldn't have to. Do <laughs> Sounds like construction been going on <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. I'm telling this story about Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but no, but um, but he didn't want to do that shit. But once he started playing around on and doing plays, he said he, he got the itch. But that is crazy, man. Like, I don't even know if, if I care if it's another black actor. In my culture, death is not the end. It's more of a stepping off point. You reach out with both hands and bust and segment. They lead you into the green belt where can run forever. That sounds very peaceful. My father thought so. I am not my father. Everything that's going on right now. Right. And then that comes, it's like it's another hit to the gut. I'm like, fuck, when is it going to stop? That's, that's. When the... is 2020 going to end? Right. And. And is 2020 going to end and it get better? Or is it just going to be more worse? shit? Yeah. Because we still this haven't election, even... This we, election for sure is going to dictate what's going to happen. That's what I was just getting ready to say. We haven't even had the election yet. We don't know what's going to happen gonna with that. That's going to dictate for real what's going to happen. And what kind of world we really yeah. going to be living in. And it's in. like, you know, I don't watch... The, I didn't really watch the DNC and I really didn't watch the RNC either. But I did watch clips of both. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? That people talk about either commentary from the Daily Show or other shows yeah. showing clips of them. And it's like... They're still missing helpful. the mark. They're still missing the mark. They're still missing the mark, but you know what? It's like Trump is just so out there. I was telling that to... Uh, I forgot who I was telling. I might have been telling that to my dad or my mom. But I was like, you know, it's kind of crazy to me because my mom had said Monday, why didn't, the, why didn't Trump go first and the Democrats go second? Right? 
because they've just been going in on the Democrats saying that, you know, if you go with Biden's America, this is the America we're going to have. Fear. A whole bunch of fear. Right. Mind you, this is Trump America that we live in. Yeah, already. Already. Uh, but then I saw how I said, but look, look how God is. Look how God is, because, yeah, the, the Democrats went first, but then this guy gets shot in the back. Yeah. Yep. And their response to that shows everything. Every, yeah. Everything. Because yeah. mm-hmm. not, not once did you mention the man's name, huh. and all you're talking about is we support blue lives. Yep. And blue, and that's bullshit, because you get a choice to put on that fucking blue uniform Exactly. Every day. And they're like, we're not going to defund the police. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. I get it. You know, defunding the police maybe is not the best thing. Right. And, and it's not the best thing, but at the end of the day... This nigga's still trying to get this grinder open. Like I told my dad, because, you know, sometimes my dad, being that he's a Trump supporter, like, he'll see one thing, because he's got that old school mentality. They see something on the news, and it's, it's the true. Bible. It's That's the Bible. That's true. Yeah. And so he and he watches Fox News a lot, and they are Trump supporters. <clears throat> so that's why he tends to go that route for no. certain things. And like the news, they tend to only loose the rioting. I'm listening to you, dog. But I, yeah, little things like this piss me the fuck off about you. You you continue to do this after tonight. But it's you know I, know, it's I, know. Habit, you I know, know, I know. I know, dog. It's it's nothing I can hate you about, but I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Dog. Oh, that's a pain in the ass. <laughs> like why'd you even hand it to me? I, I can't do it. I can't I can't open the grinder. That's like uh it's like being that's like those got milk commercials. Remember those shit? The motherfucker have eat those big ass chocolate chip cookies and then that refrigerator full of motherfucking milk of empty cartons. It's, we got all this weed right here in this grind, but we can't get to it because Brock Brolic, for some reason, has a compulsive disorder to make this <laughs> just close To give things. it the tightest grip possible in God. the world that nobody can ever unlock. And there's nobody, they, he doesn't have kids in his life that he has to childproof anything. <laughs> he just does it on this the This obsession wheel. occurred before children. Yeah. I would like to comment. You know, I mean, let's, I mean let's, let's put it into context. The reason why I tighten shit is because it comes from tightening the, the two liter Pepsi bottles or the Unitarian Coke bottles because trying to keep it from going flat. So that just translates into every, everything else. Now I'm twisting everything with fucking maximum torque. You know what but, I'm saying? But you can't, if you can't, un, if you can't open it... <laughs> But I don't but expect to not be able to open it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, there's never been a soda bottle that I can't open. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's just, just because this is metal and it's sticky, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It has that fucking. And it just resolution. blows my mind that you were strong enough to close it like that, but you're not <laughs> strong enough to open, open the shit. And that shit is what's uh, frustrating to me. That you would ask one of us, like, do you want to have a crack yeah, at it? Let me get a light and hold on, because I got a little grip grip thing that I can get in the house. Hell yeah. You didn't stress us out. <laughs> we didn't for, we forgot what we were talking about and everything. You know, why do you but, even uh, have the lighter, son? Back to what I was saying. Oh, you were talking Trump, about Trump, Trump America. And, Trump you know, America. how that shit, like, you know, God is doing those things for you to see it. Because look, that article that I sent y'all about the Confederate flag. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just two weeks before, those fuckers were like, nope. It's going to stay up and represent. <laughs> All right. Okay, we'll, well, God said, nah. Nah. 
Bye. And it flipped that shit out. You know what? It's funny you would say that, Babs, because I'm starting to, when I say I'm starting to, in these last three, four years. Is this the first time that that Babs is on Tristan? Yes. Yes. Can we keep talking now? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be on Tristan anymore. <laughs> Bring back the seven thirty podcast. But <coughs> it's funny that through fucked up shit, we talked about this on a little bit on my last episode. How God can bring good shit out of something that we think is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's most of the time what He's trying to do anyway is get something in us. Yeah, Either. and that's, you know, and even though it's sad and it and it hurts mm. my soul to see the things that are going on in America right now. For real. It really does. And it's, you know, and you don't have to be a person of color to have that feeling. I think as long as you're, you look at it as a human being, if and you, you have a fucking soul. If you're a decent human being, if yeah, you're, you're yeah, affected if you, by it. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah, say that again. If you're yeah. a decent human being, you're affected by it. It affects you. It fucks with you, you know, think, you know, and then especially growing up, you know, they try to make you, they instilled in us, we live in a great America. Yeah. Things are wonderful. A melting pot. This is, you know, they blind you on all the things that they teach you in school and only give you certain little teardrop facts to make you think, oh, wow, we are in a great area. Yep. Yep. And in reality, we're not. We're fucking not. And yes, we've come a long way from what we were, but we still have a lot of fucking things to do. That's, a lot of things to do. That's the biggest reason a lot of people of color take what Trump is saying with that make America great again shit as an insult. It's like, yeah. bitch, what America you talking about? You know, I was watching uh, from, it was from the Daily Show, as a matter of fact, that they had those side I love his writers. Yeah. But when they do the, the side shits that, you know, they go and interview people, yeah. that's my favorite part, really, mm-hmm. to watch. And when Roy Wood be killing them shits, uh, Roy Wood Jr. be killing his uh, his interviews. Go yeah. ahead, though. Say what you're going to say. I mean, um, well, this one was from 2016 when, when Trump was going against Hillary. So they were out there, of course, talking with Trump supporters. So they were asking, when was America great again? Uh, great, great. That we're making it great again. So a lot of people had different answers. So one dude was like, and they kept flipping it back to them. So it was like, Oh, 1776, when our forefathers signed the uh, Declaration, Declaration of Independence. He was like, oh, okay. But slavery's all right? Minus the slavery stuff, right? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, minus that stuff. <laughs> Another bitch was like, yeah, when we, when we landed in America. Oh, minus killing the, the Native Americans and bringing in slaves. Yeah, 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 minus that stuff. It was, so it was like all the things that they were, and then another dude was like, 1950s, it was like, oh, so segregation was cool. That All that stuff was good, right? They don't, they don't. No, oh, minus that stuff. This is you what You can't I, be selective. This Exactly, and that's what I told my neighbor, because he was like, I'm not voting for Joe Biden. I was like, I don't expect you to, but you complain to me every day about Trump. So you're going to willfully vote for him again, knowing that he's the reason why you've had a lot of your frustrations. Exactly. And, and you're going to do it anyway. Huh? Right, and we did that the first time with Hillary. A lot of people were not sure about Hillary. So they, not, like, so they either threw away the vote, throwing it to uh, to Bernie at the time, 
because he wasn't even considered an option. So you know it was only going to be between Hillary and Trump. And you threw it away to somebody else out there. He looks so defeated over here. <laughs> He's like, I still ain't figured it out. I hope he don't say nothing. And we ended up with Trump. And this is where we're at now because of that. So if you yeah. do that shit again, we're going to end up worse. And it, and it's automatically, like, I, I had to do the science on it. And he's already throwing that shit out about doing 12 years. Get the fuck out of here. You're going to be 90 years old in this bitch? Hell yeah. no. But you can't do that shit because that ain't America. Motherfucker, you get two terms. That's the, then we pulling Obama out of retirement. And if he tries that shit, I think for real, like, even white people would fucking crack off of that because that's the foundation. Two terms and you out. And you know what? For some reason, I feel the complete opposite. I think people would just be like, what the fuck? Oh, well. No. I think they would really crack, to be honest with you. Because a lot of people always point back to the Constitution and all that shit. I, hope, I really think I hope so. people would break. This is why, this is why they needed... Uh, we, what we needed on the other side of this fucking like, uh, election was a super charismatic... Uh, they need a better that, candidate. That, that, so because what it candidate. is is that these niggas need somebody else to go and Biden wasn't going to be it. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, they're like, fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? We know we fucked up, voted for Trump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We was hoping he was going to give us somebody that we could vote for so that we could vote this motherfucker out too and still save face. But no, we, but we, no, we're, we're, we're caught up. Nigga that I can't fucking vote for. And now, now we're all caught up, caught up trying to Ooh, figure out if we're going to vote for Joe Biden and them because it's, it should be an automatic hell yeah. No, and, and I agree. Joe Biden has done, he's signed off on a lot of things that I wouldn't approve, and he said mm-hmm, a lot of shit too. that I don't approve of. But at the end of the day, he's empathetic. Yeah. So if you can sit down and talk to an empathetic motherfucker, yeah, and he's you apologized and, and stuff like that. Like, no matter what. Trump ain't empathetic. Nope. He's narcissistic, and, and you'll never get and that he's out. He's not of apologizing. He, he not. No, every, it's Even always if, deflecting. You did it. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. Like, they were asking him with this RNC. RNC shit. They asked him about what he thought about the NBA and all the other leagues <laughs> protesting right. this shit. And he was like, well, the NBA wasn't doing too well. Their numbers weren't great anyway, so it's not a really big deal. Try what the fuck is that to say? It failed. It failed. It's not my concern right now. Hold on. Let me go get this shit open. No one's going to keep talking. I mean, I've loved the Klan and I always love the Klan and do whatever I can to help it grow. What's the basic belief behind the Ku Klux Klan? The basic belief behind the Ku Klux Klan is that, you know, as a race, as a whole, we need to stick together. All the other races are sticking together. You have, you know, groups for the African-Americans. You got Black Panthers, Black Lives Matter. Uh, you got NAACP. But if you look, there is no white groups out there to support white people that will actually stick up and stand for white people and help them out when in need. You know, the nigger, the Mexicans, they can all run to the government and get loans and get welfare while a white man can't do it. It's impossible, basically, for whites to go out and get these services. So the Klan, to me, it's always stood there to help white people who are in need, and I'll always support it. And I think the Klan's a great organization. And it's been here 150 years in support of the white race. And right now in America, the way things are going, it's a double standard on the media Every time you turn around, the blacks are riding, and I think it's time for the Klan to rise back up and do it all again. We need to actually get up and fight for the white race, or there ain't going to be no white race. But what's, what's the biggest issue for the Klan today? Is it immigration or race mixing or separatism? It's a little bit of both. I mean, we've got more immigrants. Right now, immigration is costing the United States American taxpayers $320 billion a year, and that's illegal immigration. I mean, that money could be spent 
on other things like helping our veterans, helping the homeless. Whether they black or white, the Klan is not a hate group. Like I tell people, we're not about hate. We just want to live separate from the other races, just like the Bible attended. You know, that's one of the things a preacher showed me a long time ago. He was, was at a Klan rally, and I recognized a lot of the Klan. A lot of Klan rallies, we had a lot of preachers there. And, you know, and he showed me the Bible verse, Leviticus 19:18, Because you always hear people holler, love thy neighbor. But then when you read the verse for yourself, it says, love thy neighbor of thy people. And my people are white people, so that's exactly what I'm doing is carrying out, you know, God's wishes. I want to love my people and help my people just as every other race has the right to help and benefit their race. I mean, that's it. They should have the right to do that. And I feel right now in America we're losing our right as white people, as the white race, to defend ourselves or to, to even speak out. You know, if you say you're proud to be white, they pretty much label you a racist. And to me that's just a... Racist is just a made-up word. I mean, it was made up by a communist Jew named Leon Trotsky in 1936. was the first time that it was used during a debate, and he was using it to cut people down. And if that's the way they're going to use it, then I'm, I guess I would be considered a racist, and I'm proud to be a racist. Man, my niggas was hungry, my pockets was empty like shit for like sun in my future was pretty, my pad was ugly But now I'm back in my bad, little buddy We got this shit out the motherfucking mud And now we weren't the fresh, but we weren't bummy That shit ain't no joke when your money be funny So I had to jump in the game like Jamancha I ain't had no money to help out my mama That shit had me frustrated, shout it Looking back at the sack at the end of the month Like my nigga, we just made it, shout it Now the baddest bitches be trying to fuck I can get no more butt naked, shout it I ain't even trying to fuck on my ex no more Tell that bitch I done upgraded, shout it Find out what I was worth and I put on the tag Build my foundation, no fencing, no mat Stay out the way, go get money and stack it My mama still working, I cannot relax These niggas goofy, I'm turned to the max I got your babe by my side with the sack And I'm with Vaughn, Quez, Dre, and Matt Nigga, we up and broke and we ain't going back Nigga, fire the blunt, ayy for all of the time we were late on the rent at the first of the month, ayy. Here with PB and J every day, now we eating no conch for lunch, ayy. Now I walk in the store with my mama and tell her to buy what she want. I ain't hearing that shit that you talking about. Remember we stayed in an apartment, the house is provided by government And my cousin slept on the couch with the oven open Bitch, it felt like the revenant Get the covers and read the new covenant Cut the shit, I been fucking this shit out my bucket list Drop my nuts on the lips of a lusty bitch For the love of the money, I'm busting Who trying to take shit. it from me? I'ma need commissary if you come for the commas The consequences very common sense to tell them coming from never having shit is scary as killing the bear The fridge empty as a bitch, Will Perry in the six And enigma nigga in a tenant bins I done missed the pen, then I gripped the pen Nigga slipped me in, nigga this revenge Fuck what they talking? I got a driver, but I would you walking? I'm a survivor like Jiggler, shouty, but I was the littlest pick of the litter with shit on my paw. Not at the top, so if I ever drop, I ain't going to fall. But we going far as forever, infinity, get in no quitter. Me hold that thought, nigga, five to blunt. Shout out to whatever that is that Babs just brought. <laughs> Save the day and the evening. But I want you to continue speaking on. What we this shit is going up. to America? <laughs> now, give me a blunt. I'm about to roll up. Just, just, just pour it out, nigga. Put that shit down. Don't screw it back on. <laughs> to anything. All right. But because I like when you talk about shit like this because I feel like that's the shit people are not doing. They're not noticing their humanity. They're not. They're not looking at these things as other people, 
as other humans. They're just looking at it selfishly like... Yeah, you put yourself in the mix and that's not what you need to do. You need to look at it objectively. Yeah. At the end of the day, as a person, is that right or wrong? And there's a lot of wrong going on. Like that whole shit that's going on in Kenosha to me just like boggles my fucking mind. And you know what's even crazier is that that white dude... Yes. That, that um did the bullshit that didn't get shot. They tried... Okay, I saw something today where... Um, what was it? It was some media outlet post post um the stuff about Jacob Blake saying he had a knife in the car. But then that same media outlet posted a picture of this dude washing graffiti off this wall at his school that he ended up shooting up. Wasn't that the the whole thing? That like who he who this white boy shot? I don't know who he shot. See, that's like, I, that story I didn't get. The fact, all I got out of that story of him shooting people was, first of all, he was 17 and he crossed state lines with a firearm. Secondly, he joined the militia there to help the, uh, the National Guard and the cops, and the National Guard and the cops were handing out water to the militia. Instead of telling them, get the fuck out of here, you ain't got no business around here, get out of here, mm. we got this. They I gave think that's fucking bigger. water. That's a bigger. That's my problem. Is mm-hmm. that you saw the fucking militia there, and you're chilling with them like you were at a fucking barbecue. Who the fuck are they to be there? They're not deputized. Get the fuck out of there. And that's why people, you know what I'm saying? That's I, my outrage. Fuck this shit. You know what's crazy, though? But then, yeah. what the fuck, where the fuck is Kenosha? You know what I'm saying? Like, Wisconsin, man. You know what I mean? It's, but, it's, but still. still. But still. still. They call the National Fucking Guard. Hearing shit like that from a place like Kenosha, you know what I'm saying, uh, Green Bay. No, you know, you know I don't give a shit if you're in some bumfuck too. You are not going to do some shit like that. Like, what is that? What is that? So oh, you're blatantly saying, fuck you, we rule what's going on, you're going to do what we say. And, that, and see, every time I say it on Instagram, I get flagged. But people are not going to really understand the frustration behind that shit until some blue lives get took, and it's not gonna happen. It can't be no black cops, and that's and, and people will listen to that and be like, "He's saying to kill cops." I'm not saying but that. I'm saying that's it. what's gonna make people open their eyes and realize what the fuck is going on, because if because. The first white cop that gets killed, watch how fast they get an arrest, get a conviction, and have a bitch either on death on death row or locked the fuck up. And then people are gonna be like, "Well, damn." And then they're gonna say, "Well, he was a cop. That's why they did it." Like, okay, so you're telling us that lives don't matter, black lives especially, because right now it don't even have to. Like everybody shouldn't be scared, but we should definitely be on our toes. Everybody in America that is not a part of law enforcement, this is the time to do like Babs is talking about and unify. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what color you are, if you see the injustice out here, get with the people around you of different races it's and different cultures. Fucking, yeah, it's a fucking circle. And you know, and the more things come out you realize how things work. So like they had this one guy that um I don't remember what state it was in. He's a cop, though. And he's getting... He was investigated by um, IA, and they come to find out his son took one of his guns that he didn't properly lock up at home to play around and ended up shooting his friend and killing his friend. And they were only, like, 14 years old. 
So they went after the cop. So now they have to go. So I was reading in the article, they have to go to all defense attorneys and let them know, hey, this guy's got IA charges. Already. Already. So go ahead and look into your cases to see if you need to to plea anybody out or whatever because wow. of what's going on. So that right away tells you cops that do illegal shit. Have a, they're they not have gonna a force go, field. They're not going to call out things. Why? Because they're afraid of all the other cases that they've had their hand in are going to get pulled and, and somebody's going to come out of prison and then it's going to look bad on them, the I'm DA ready. or whoever it is. So it's just a fucking cycle of those people that are higher up that don't want to look bad. I read something somewhere. Yeah, I saw that. I, saw that. Um, I, I read somewhere that there's this undercover... The game that the cops have, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they just stay on task, motherfucker, and stop taking us off the fucking subject. But, man, look. Cops can clearly do whatever the fuck they want to do. Apparently. Apparently. And if you protect yourself or if you, if, if you defend yourself, you got to be prepared to get shot. And possibly kill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that is fucked up. But I think people need to really start thinking like that. They need Absolutely. to. Absolutely. And you got to look at it as a whole. Because right away when you call out those bad cops, everybody wants to say, well, not all cops are bad. Absolutely not. But when you go to a restaurant and if your food is bad, are you going to sit there and scream at the cook? No, you're going to scream at the manager, yep. right? Yep. And they didn't make your motherfucking nope. food. Nope. And you're going to go on Yelp and talk about Chili's or whoever the fuck it was, uh, yeah. saying that they gave you shitty food. And you was there before then and had all right food. Exactly. And didn't complain so at all. So you didn't claim, complain, but this time they fucked up and now you're going to make everybody know. And the whole company as a whole is going down. What's crazy. Right? So look at it that way too. And that was, that's a great analogy because that actually happens. People take more motherfucking concern on, on these reviews websites than they do when people get murdered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether, no matter what color they are, people get more outraged about an experience at a fucking store or a restaurant than they do about the cops willfully shooting people. Yeah, because right away it's, oh, it's a cop, so obviously you were doing something wrong. Yep, you had to be doing something you wrong. Do, you, you that's know, how you, you know. just comply, none of this, and that's always the comment. That's, just comply, and you're not going to have problems. Well, how are you going to fucking comply when you're not doing shit wrong? Yeah. I'm already complying. Oh, how about that kid in New York that he went, that he got pulled over? He was, as a matter of fact, he didn't even get pulled over. He was walking with his fucking book bag, and there was a suspected oh, yeah. crime. Yeah. And they you talking about the autistic a, dude, the yeah. autistic boy? Was he autistic? He no, 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 no. That's the one that got shot. I'm talking oh, about yeah, okay, the, okay, the kid okay, that went okay. to prison. Oh. He went to prison, and they kept delaying his, uh, his court case. Oh, you talking about Khalif Browder? Yes. Yeah, and then got out and killed himself. Yes, three and a half years in prison <clears throat> waiting just to be tried for a crime that he didn't even do. Yep. And then while while he's in there, you find out that this is just one story. Khalif Browder is like a million. A million stories. A million but then look niggas. at that fucking white boy that raped that girl horribly that those guys had to jump in and say that was the most horrific shit that they witnessed. And, these motherfuckers and he got a fucking jail. slap on the wrist. He got seven months, or no, seven year, uh, seven months of, uh, uh, what is that shit called? Not parole. What's the other one? Probation. The community you're living in here in, in uh, North Carolina, there's quite a few people of African-American descent. Yeah. And is there 
friction between the, the races here? Well, one thing I like about where we live at is we all pretty much stay separate. I mean, America can push the myth that we're all equal and we're all living in a multicultural society, but in reality, America's more segregated now than it was 30 years ago or 50 years ago. I mean, every time you walk into a church on Sunday, it's segregated. When you go to the prisons, the races segregate. So there ain't no racial tension in this side of North Carolina. Now, you go towards Charlotte and Raleigh, it's probably a lot of racial tension, but up here, it's it's a peaceful community. Everyone stays to themselves. Yeah, everyone pretty much stays to themselves. How has the Klan changed over the years? To me, the Klan has become more modernized. To me, it ain't like it was when I joined. Uh, you know, it was more secretive back when I was younger. And and some Klan groups still want to keep themselves in the shadows and do things while we and the loyal white knights of the KKK, we're more open. We'll go out and march in the streets. We'll march through towns and do courthouse public demonstrations. Why back, you know, years ago, a lot of Klans wouldn't even think about doing stuff like that. They 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 didn't want people knowing who they were. They was worried about their identities. Like I said, I've lost two jobs from it, but I still haven't quit doing it, and I'll continue doing it until the day I die. And so I think the Klans more nowadays is actually coming more out into the open. And 10 years ago, it was kind of harder to get people to join, but now with all the racial tension in America, people are joining left and right, so I think it's a good thing. When these people were rioting and causing all these riots for a black guy named George Floyd who was a career criminal, the man was just let out of prison for a armed robbery. He broke into a woman's house, a pregnant woman, and put a gun to her stomach and made her give over all her cash and credit cards. He pulled five years in prison, gets out, goes in a store trying to pass counterfeit money off, counterfeit bills trying to buy more alcohol and cigarettes and gets killed by the police. I feel no sympathy for him. The man's a criminal. And I think these riots are helping the Klan grow. There's more people out looking for us now. It used to be we had to go out and recruit members. Now we just sit back and they come to us. What do you, what do you think about the state of our country? Do you think things are getting worse? I think it's a racial powder keg about to explode and I'm, we're actually hoping for it. Most of the people in the Klan want it to. We want the racial tension. We want a race war, a full out race war. And racism is a big issue in the United States. Well, racism's now. always going to be a big issue anywhere. You can't have two different races or three races. You can't have this many people living on one continent with this many different religions, this many different cultures, without one trying to step on the other. I mean, that's just common sense. But you, you could argue that the Klan is contributing to the problem, no? No, the Klan ain't contributing to the problem. You can just sit back and let the blacks do their own job. I mean, let them keep killing each other in record numbers. We ain't got to, the Klan ain't got to go out and kill blacks no more. We just drop off some liquor in their town and some guns, and they do it themselves. <laughs> if it was my option every weekend, I would go up to Chicago with a big truck full of whiskey and crack, marijuana, and a ton of guns and bullets and tell them have at it and just drop it off right in the middle of town. And then go home and watch my Monday morning news and laugh the whole time. <laughs> People are very afraid of the police. That is a big part of our culture. No matter how rich you are, how old you are. We're just afraid of them. We got, we got every reason to be afraid of them. You know what I mean? Like, you're a white lady. You ever been pulled over before? You know, and what they say, let me see your driver's license and your registration, right? See? See, I'm just guessing. <laughs> That's not what they say to us. <laughs> well, you wouldn't believe what they say to us. Spread your cheeks and lift your sack. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me? You heard me, spread open your cheeks and lift your sack. 
got a driver's license too. There's easier ways to prove who I am and shit. What does that prove? I can't go to the bank like that. Cash my check. What do you mean you don't have any ID? Wait a minute. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Chappelle, right this way. Why didn't you spread your cheeks in the beginning? Scared of them. I'm serious, man. You ever be at a red light, the police might pull up next to you? It won't be no big deal for you, but you know what? Well, I'll fucking fall apart. Oh, 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 no. oh, don't look over there. Nigga. Oh, oh. But I didn't always know that was a black thing. It took me a while to figure that out. I learned, I learned that shit in New York. I was in New York City. Now, I was hanging out with a friend of mine. He's a white guy, you know. We were just hanging out. And we were lost in the city, you know, we were smoking a joint. Now, I don't know if it was a coincidence that we were lost and high and shit, but. <laughs> My white buddy, he was smoking a joint. <gasps> Dave, Dave, it's the goddamn cops. I'm gonna ask him for directions. I said, Chip, no! Chip, don't do it! It was too late. He was walking over there, this man was high as shit. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Touching him and shit. Excuse me. I need some information. Uh, start confessing things he shouldn't confess. I'm a little high. All I want to know, which way is 3rd Street? The cop was like, hey, take it easy. You're on 3rd Street. You better be careful. Go ahead, move it. Move it. That's all that happened. That's the end of the story. Now, I know that's not amazing to some of you, but you ask one of these black fellows, that shit is fucking incredible, isn't it? I'm saying a black man would never dream of talking to the police high. That's a waste of weed. But we really gonna have to start looking at the police different and and everything differently because everything's changed, man. But but when I say different, like instead of being scared, we gotta be prepared for them. Smart. It's like, gotta be smart about it. Motherfuckers gotta be and smart. come up with a plan. Cause not just sit there and complain and say you <coughs> fucked up. And, and not just you... keep a gun on you yeah. and wait for the police. No. No, no, no. You have no, to do everything you can. There has to be a can. plan. There has to be an accurate plan so everybody's treated the same. Number one, you gotta. Safe. Number one, you gotta know the laws and and make sure that you 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 lower your chances to interact with the police, number one. No, but first is retraining is, let's go ahead and reevaluate all you cops. Who's the racist? Because we but need see, to pull those out. But see, that's what, see, and, and you, you mentioned it earlier and we didn't really get to talk about it. That's what they mean when they say defund the police. We're not just, they, when, when they say defund the police, they're not saying take money from the police. They're saying take the money that you're taking all, and putting in all these motherfucking violent programs exactly. and put this shit into the training. And people don't understand that. They, you know what I'm saying? They, it's don't not, under, it's, they hear it as 
You're, you're you taking money cops. from the goddamn you police? You don't want the cops. You want to live in a lawless country. And that's exactly not, the opposite. That's not what people are saying. That's quite the opposite of Black what people, people are, are definitely not saying that. But what? that's all part of media because the same shit. Like when they come back with the protesting, they want to focus on the rioting yeah. and the looting. Yeah. And I get Deflection. it. It's ups- Absolutely. It's upsetting to see, ro- uh, to see the looting and the rioting and the violence that's going on. At the end of the day, why is it happening? Acknowledge what's happening. Once you acknowledge what's happening, then at that point we can say, okay, we get it. Now you understand where we're coming from. What can we do to get this done? That's real. That's real. And you can start to make headway. Yeah, but all you're talking about is violence. Well, shit, you know, if you're going to keep talking about it and looping it on the TV, you're just going to make more people angry on both sides. The ones that get it and the ones that don't get it. Yeah. And that's what we don't need. Because it's easy to, to act while enraged yeah you know what i mean and it's it's, but you said it we have to be fucking smart like and i know right now that can be a relative term Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of people especially these young niggas that are just fed the fuck up and their first reactions are going to be well bitch if he cracker pulled me over I'm going to the fist or whatever. And it's, it's not, that's not about life. That's and, not life. But 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 you gotta listen to this though. You can't blame them either no. because they've been conditioned. Correct. When to you don't feel know better, you can't do better. So that's what we have to and that's the hard part. Like we can say that right now to us, but we're not going to inner city youth and sitting them down and being like, Hey guys, if the cops pull you over, we're not holding seminars. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the hard part, really finding what we can do outside of having these conversations to affect that. Because if we don't interact with those motherfuckers and we just talk about it, we ain't doing shit either. And that's that's always been my fucked up thing, like for me, like just the 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 effort that it takes to actually participate. And that's why I look at a riot just like the peaceful protest. It's all one thing. It, because just for those people to get up and go out there is a motherfucking thing. I don't know what happened out there to make it turn into that. I wasn't out there. Only those people out there know. Exactly. But it's 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 definitely got this has change written all over it. For sure. I mean, you know, unfortunately throughout history a lot of tragic things happened before great I things Throughout history, tragic things happen before greatness starts to emerge. And hopefully that's what's happening right now. Hopefully. It's always darkest before the dawn. You could have just stepped being quiet.
playing the game, thinking of making a change, finally breaking the chains, every phase, every happening crazy, when it's said and done, my head is right back in that haze, I'm ready for the next chapter and page, to start acting my age, and part ways with black thought, from back in the days, I'm stargazing from the back of the stage, questioning if who y'all praise is worthy of praise, what's the phrase, bygones is bygones, niggas who used to be the underdog is icons, people say the light shines once in a lifetime, is this midlife kind, a crisis, a little bit like mine, I'm thinking not now, but right now, I need some kind of sign that the future is bright now, I fuck around, do the right thing like Spike now, the quick and the dead, which one is my lookalike now, I'm moving ahead. streaked, pulled into the allure of gang involvement. That's somebody's real story. Never judge the characters you play. That's what we were always taught. That's, that's the first rule of acting. And any role played honestly can be empowering. But I was conflicted because this role seemed to be wrapped up in assumptions about us as black folk. The writing failed to search for specificity. Plus, there was barely a glimpse of positivity or talent in the character, barely a glimpse of hope. I would have to make something out of nothing. I was conflicted. Howard had instilled in me a certain amount of pride, and for my taste, this role didn't live up to those standards. It was just my luck that after filming the first two episodes, execs of the show called me into their office and, offices and told me how happy they were with my performance. They wanted me to be around for a long time. They said, if there was anything that I needed, just let them know. That was my opening. <laughs> I decided to ask them some simple questions about the background of, of my character, questions that I felt were pertinent to the plot. Question number one, where's my father? The exec, the exec answered, well, he left when you were younger. Of course. Okay. Okay. Question number two. If this script, in this script, it alluded to my mother not being equipped to operate as a good parent. So why, why exactly would, would my little brother and I have to go into foster care? Matter-of-factly, he answered, well, of course, she's on heroin. That could be real, I guess. But I didn't want to assume that's what it was. If, if we're around here assuming that the black characters in the show are criminals on drugs and deadbeat parents, then that would probably, probably be stereotypical, wouldn't it? That word stereotypical lingered. One of the execs pulled out my resume and began studying it. The other exec wore a smile, trying to live up to what they had promised me only a few moments before. If there's anything you need, just let us know. 
She said, as, as you have seen, things move really fast around here. But we are more, more than happy to connect you with the writers if you have suggestions. Yeah, I said, that, that would be great, I said, because I'm just trying to do my homework on this. I, I, didn't, I didn't know if you guys had decided on all the facts, but maybe there's some things we could come up with, some talent or gift that we could build. Maybe he's really good at math or something. He has to be active. I'm doing my best not to play this, this character like a victim. So you went to Howard University, huh? The exec holding my resume interrupted, peeking over the pages. Yes, I said proudly. He slid my resume back in his desk and said, thank you for your concerns. We'll be watching you. I left the office. I shot the episode I had come in to shoot on that, on that day. Probably the best one I did out of the three because I got what was bothering me off my chest. I was let go from that job on the next day. A, call, a phone call from my agent. They decided to go another way. The questions that I asked set the producers on guard and perhaps paved the way for a less stereotypical portrayal for the black actor that stepped into the role after me. As the scripture says, I planted the seed and Apollos watered it. But God kept growing. God kept it growing. Yet and still, when you invest in a seed, watching it grow without you, that is a bitter pill to swallow. A bitter pill. Anybody that's ever been fired knows what I'm talking about. Even if you really don't want the job, when they let you go, it's like any breakup. You act like you don't care. I didn't need that damn job anyway. I didn't need them. But when you have those moments alone, you start to wonder if there was a better way to handle it. And if you could have, if you could have handled it better, maybe you could help your family. And, and then before you know it, you're broke. And you find yourself scraping together change just so you can ride the subway so that you can get the next job. And maybe if you could book something else, that would eclipse the feeling of doubt that's building. But it seems like you can't pay them to hire you now. My agents at the time told me it might be a while before I got a job acting on screen again. Well, that was fine because I never wanted to act in the, in the first place. I, and I definitely didn't want to be caught dead going after a fake Hollywood pipe dream. I'm more of a writer-director anyway, so forget their stories. I can tell my own stories. But, but am I actually blackballed? We're, we're, we're hesitant about sending you out to some people right now because there is a stigma that you're difficult. As conflicted as I was before I lost the job, as adamant as I, I was about the need to speak truth to power, I found myself even more conflicted afterwards. I stand here today knowing that my Howard University education prepared me to play Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall, and T'Challa. But what do you do when the principles and standards that were instilled in you here at Howard close the doors in front of you? Sometimes you need to get knocked down before you can really figure out what your, what your fight is and how you need to fight it. At some point, my mom reverted back to my experiences here. 
to the professors that challenged me and struggled against me. Professor Roberts Williams, Doc Singleton, George Epstein, to name a few, the ones that, that would fail you out of the goodness of their hearts. <laughs> and this may be hard to grasp for some, for some of you right now, but I even considered President Swagger and how negotiating with him was practice for a world that was considerably more cruel and unforgiving than any debate here, one that had no interest in my ideals and beliefs. How would I maneuver through all of this? Finally, I thought of Ali in the middle of the yard. In his elder years, drawing from his victories and his losses. At that moment, I realized something new about this, the greatness of Ali and how he carried his crown. I realized that he was transferring something to me on that day. He was transferring the spirit of the fighter in me. He was, he was transferring the spirit of the fighter to me. He was transferring the spirit of the fighter to me. Sometimes you need to feel the pain and sting of defeat to activate the real passion and purpose that God predestined inside of you. God says in Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Graduating class, hear me well on this day. When you had this day when you have reached the hilltop and you are deciding on, on next jobs, next steps, careers, further education, you would rather find purpose than a job or a career. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. When I dare to challenge the system that would relegate us to victims and stereotypes with no clear historical backgrounds, no hopes or talents, when I questioned that method of portrayal, a different path opened up for me. The path to my destiny. When God has something for you, it doesn't matter who stands against it. God will move someone that's holding you back away from a door and put someone there who will open it for you. If it's meant for you, I don't know what your future is. But if you are willing to take the harder way, the more complicated one, the one with more failures at first than successes, the one that has ultimately proven to have more meaning, more victory, more glory, then you will not regret it. Now, this is your time. <laughs> the light of new realization shines on you today. Howard's legacy is not wrapped up in the money that you will make.
but the challenges that you choose to confront. As you commence to your past, press on with pride and press on with purpose. God bless you. I love you, Howard. Howard forever. Some of the best toys. Yeah, yeah. Were the fucking Silverhawks. Yeah. You know I mean? And those are two of the best cartoons, nigga. Who, you know what's funny about both those cartoons, kid? Okay, so they're both made by the same people. That's what I always thought. Who were the people who made all the Christmas fucking movies? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the, the Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman. For real? Uh, the those are the same animators? Yeah, Rankin and Bass. Yeah. Tally Ho! Yep. Mm. I found it right. 
Show and on I've always been good at that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, if I hear a voice that I recognize, I will yeah. fucking like go through it for the rest of my time. I probably figure out where I heard yeah. that voice. Where, where I'm I the same it way. I'm like, who is that? I know who that is. Yeah. And I figure it out pretty quick. So. Yeah. I knew that shit. The Google box is the last resort. Yeah. I, I kind of wrote it a little too tight. It's not gonna matter to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel. Cause that's I iron lungs, I'm aqua uh, lungs, your baby lungs. You feel what? Hold on, I'm trying to What is it that you feel, Brian? Tell us. I'm trying to get the words. <laughs> I can't find the words. Use your words. <laughs> Use your words. Um, Go into your Rolodex to pull out words. <laughs> What's funny is that I know the, the, it means the same thing, but like not, you can't use it in the same way. So, it, 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 but I'm trying to in my head, like. You want to say it so bad? Yeah, no. Um, discriminate, discriminate. Discriminate against. You lost. You lost already. Uh, he's a you know, I'm famous <laughs> for developing words and shit. Nigga, stand up and talk for a whole group of people. Fuck up the whole speech. <laughs> but that's like you know what that reminds me. Tired of being discriminate. Discriminate. Commercial back back in the day, it was it was during the Christmas time and it was Toys R Us kid and it was this fucking father that he's he's his wife sent him to the store to get the fucking gifts and shit and um, she tells him Sega Genesis and Game Gear you need to get the Sega Genesis and Game Gear so the whole way he's fucking walking to the store Sega Genesis and Game Gear Sega Genesis trying to remember that shit he gets to the fucking shit he said. Uh, Mega Pegasus for reindeer. <laughs> what? Why did you tell us that? Just now. That just reminds me of. <laughs> I don't know what that. Discriminated. Oh. Mm. I knew I had. It's all up in here, buddy. Understood now. Thanks. Word up. <laughs> Functified. Y'all mm. remember the box? Turn down for what? <laughs> We're dancing, if you didn't know. <laughs> uh, Dance break. <laughs> only one. <laughs> only, only one. That's the last, first and last dance break on Trisky. That shit makes me think of uh, Don't Mess With The Zohan. Man. Y'all got me thinking about fucking cartoons, nigga. Cartoons is the... Mike and Mike's from Mars. Nigga, y'all remember, um, Cops? Well, I was, before I was going to say back and back from I was going to say Cops. Cops, central organization of police specialists. Fighting crime in a future time. Protecting Empire City from Big Boss and his gang of crooks.
that shit for oh, real. Another, and another insanely great amount of toys, kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, dope ass toys, too. Fucking they had dope, dope ass toys. Dope ass toys. Yeah. Yeah, it was, they was uh, just cool as They fun. were like, you know what I'm saying? It was like next level police with like fucking like uh, machines and like They had shit a black commander and shit. You know what I'm saying? He was the fucking... Cooler than a bitch, too. Like, fucking captain. Too, bro. He, like, he was like, he was kind of like, like a mix between Prime. fucking Billy B. Williams and Optimus fucking... Prime. And, uh, no, Optimus uh, Prime, No, nigga, fucking... <laughs> no, nigga. Morpheus. Ah, uh, okay, okay, yeah. And he, he had to do it with the arm like that? Mm-hmm. Morpheus. As long as it wasn't in the front. <laughs> you good. You're not a Nazi. Wipe your wipe your brow. <laughs> Wipes brow. <laughs> like what? Get you and your brow. Get out of here. Let me be brows. You see the little brow wiping in here. Who brought this brow wiper? <laughs> I said brow wiper. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> and how are you not even going to ask if you can bring a brow with you? I just like wiping brows. Bring that That's home. What I like. <laughs> Let me wipe your brow. You say brow one more time in here? Were you about to pass it to her because you didn't know who uh-huh, passed it to? Uh-huh. Yeah, you those thought things about it. were happening. Yeah, we're going to point you out. But I remembered, you know what I'm saying, without you having to tell me. So thank you uh, for calling me up unnecessarily. I'm going to fuck up. And when I do, the you, people in I the hope fucking audience. I hope you're there. Never mind.
every time. <laughs> With no sleeves. Big ass sleeves. <laughs> I don't understand this shit, bro. I see the short sleeves. They even got prints. Oh, it's got short sleeves. sleeves. He's, he's got a plethora of these, a myriad of options. I do. I have flavor drinks. A litany. <laughs> <laughs> I have a gaggle of fucking. Uh, it's a new one every week. Echo hoodies. It's Echo, and their hoodies. And they're hoodies. They're only and if and if they're not Echoes, he ain't got them all. <laughs> <laughs> Does echo. Like, this body can only touch echo. So, from that description, if you see him in the streets, <laughs> if y'all see him in the streets, say, say buttercream, buttercream, buttercream. If you see a nigga with echo, the only nigga with echo on Brock Brolic. That's him. That's Brock Brolic. Hello, shit, that's Brock Brolic. <laughs> Don't nobody wear Echo, don't but you. I see your people, I see that Echo. <laughs> That's a short sleeve hoodie. Well, funny kid is that I do have an absorbent amount of fucking Echo shirts. Cause I was looking at that shit the other day. I was like, damn. <laughs> Every time I had a chance to buy one of these, I took it. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not hesitate at all with any Echo product. It's like that with anything that you like, though. That's it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't remember buying half of this shit. Like, when did I get this? <laughs> Cause I look at those records now. I'm like, when did I buy this soundtrack for ET? <laughs> Why did I buy this shit? But well, I don't know. Listening to this, Michael Jackson is narrating it though. But I don't. But I don't. I'm not listening to this. this Let's sell this shit on eBay, man. <laughs> Get rid of this shit. This must have been that shit. What's though. on that? I want to know. Dog. It's pieces of the. First of all, this is the original fucking soundtrack to ET, e. bro. It's the fucking movie. On fucking oh, record, so it's two. Songs it is songs. It is two. It's two. It's two records of songs. <laughs> two songs. It's all Michael. Are these records or CDs? We're talking about niggas. They're records. So this is literally like from I the eighties and shit. That yes. is that might be and that's what, for money. Dog, it cost me three dollars. That's why I was like, let me get that. But then I got it home. I was looking at it just the other day. I was going through them, and I was like, et. You, right right now, I'm telling myself, put it in. But then I'm like, nah, I'm not putting this in. But when I did put it in, it starts out with Mike. Mike is telling the story of how E.T. got here. Like, all the shit they don't tell you in the movie. So it's basically him singing songs like he, you know what I'm saying? You know, A precursor, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's pretty cool to have. You know what I'm saying? And because it's vinyl, I might be able to sell it on eBay. But... Sometimes you just get shit like that. You I should like tell the niggas that it was signed by E.T. <laughs> and just draw E.T. on it. Just put the same E.T. That's right. You act, you, all you gotta do is trace the E.T. that's already on the cover. <laughs> I just made you another fucking $20 million. Gara. When I was smoking a fucking the club cigarettes, the the company that made them was Dejaro, but you know what I'm saying. We could never say that, so we used to call them Dejaro, uh, uh, Darjums. That's what we used to call them. 
And I don't know how we trade. We we went and we fucking took that and fucking made that money. So you know what I'm saying? We was gonna buy some of the hoes. Twenty dollars. You know what I'm saying? You had True. a fucking twenty dollars. All right. I'm playing. You gotta be a strong motherfucker to smoke some clothes. I know. Hold on, that's just was fucking. Let me tell you something. Like after smoking those black kids, smoking that shit, that shit was like cane, bro. It was so that's fucking sweet. It's like, kind of what she said. Oh like God. it was. A, she said it was different. It was different taste and a different feel than cigarettes. Yeah. But I could. I felt like it was like I was smoking pop rocks. I don't know why. That I shit was so harsh on my lungs. Me too. Like, oh, that was gonna put me in the hospital. Which is hard to smoke you know cigarettes. Don't do that. I just like, endorse them. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely understood why I was drawn to them. And, you know what I mean? For the while, it was dope. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> they wore out your welcome. Well, they wore out they welcome. Yeah. Like crazy. They get like that. I remember that nigga murder back in the day when we first started smoking. He used to say that certain times when he would smoke a, like a blue port after fucking smoking, that it would taste like bacon. I've never had that sensation. Never. That's, I've, Never, ever, 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 ever. I, and I believe him. I mean, but, hey, that's him. That, I'm, I don't know if I would like that. I can't fathom a situation where I wouldn't, like, well, I would always bacon. chase that, though. I would, I would definitely chase that. Let me get a cigarette, man. Why? <laughs> I don't want to taste some bacon right now, boat. What? <laughs> How do you explain that shit to people? I'm gonna get that bacon down. Get that bacon. Oh, what kind of bacon are you fucking having? This tastes like fucking cigarettes. Put the bacon down. Maybe it's the, I don't know. I don't know. You Tommy, nigga? What's that? You Tommy from Martin? Is that what you trying to be? With that bacon dog shit? I don't know. With dog bacon? You ever heard that? Uh, say no. Because I haven't. No, but let me tell you, that vegan bacon tastes just like I would imagine dog treats. Like when you get a fucking uh, sausages or some bacon strips, I imagine that's what exactly they taste like too. So you still fucking awful. So you still rocking on the on the on the vegetarian? I'm still Are you vegetarian or vegan? No, neither. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I'm still trying things out. You know what I'm saying to see if I can fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Just for the sake of being more healthy and shit, but. A lot of that shit is just fucking gross, bro. Uh, so you're just not having the right thing, first off. Because we do a lot of vegan stuff over here sometimes, and I enjoy it. Uh, and there's certain dishes that you can make that could be fucking dope. You do the that's what I'm saying. No, but I'm just saying, like, shit like, fuck, like this. Like, like the bacon. Like, the, the, the vegan bacon. But it, it's awful. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's certain things that you just can't duplicate. Absolutely, but I'm interested to try. Like I, I just saw a video of this chick that did uh, jackfruit, and she made it into tacos, mm. and it looked good. It looked like fucking you know shredded up pork in uh, in the taco. So I'm interested to try. What's crazy with the science behind all that shit too is that you know like they're they every day they're they're you know getting closer and closer. It's like when the fucking Burger King came out with the the meatless burgers. And everybody said, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's gross. You know what I mean? Um, and they were saying, I, I was watching some shit on fucking Netflix talking about that shit. And, um, and Did Americans. Did you want me to bring out the microphone for you? Need for me. Um, I don't know why I'm thinking about that. Yeah. Me neither. Really? It wasn't until, like, right now that just dawned on me. 
But that they, they, they ultimately they, they're trying the, the hardest thing that they could do like they could do ground beats you know what I'm saying ground ground beats is easier for them to fucking like simulate but uh, they're working towards like actually having like stakes and shit like that the some of that shit though plant like stakes <coughs> that um impossible burger like that shit don't taste like I mean it tastes like meat but it leaves a weird effect afterwards at least like an aftertaste. Yeah. I would imagine that's not like an aftertaste. Be. It's like an after effect. Like my stomach is like, I don't know what to do. Is this, well, is this I, mean, I would imagine. <laughs> is this food you put in so. here? But there was like a veggie burger, like patties that we had bought, and um, it wasn't bad. You know what I'm saying? I, I fucked with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it, yeah, it's my other mom. shit like sausage and, and the sausages, the breakfast sausages were gross. The fucking bacon was gross. Um, yeah, I tried the. They had these. Um, chicken nuggets, they weren't chicken nuggets, they were made out of vegetables. Quote unquote chicken nuggets. Yeah, that's what it says, it says chicken nuggets, but it's not. Right. And I'm going to I had a turkey thing um, that was pretty good. It was yeah. like a turkey patty. Those are alright. I can deal with those. <clears throat> I think that's as far as I would go, because I would still need some type of meat. Yeah, no, like, for sure, you know, I, I would imagine that yeah, I try to, to a certain extent, chicken, you need a fucking certain I'm staying away from red and pork. No, no, no. No, pork is just that it fucks up your stomach, right? Pork is, yeah, basically. Pork is no good. No bueno. And pork doesn't mess up my stomach, so it's super bueno. Pork is bacon, though. So I eat bacon, and uh, I eat ham. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's certain things that I'll have certain times, but for the most part, I try to stay away from pork. No, that's something that we, we touched on the 730 podcast before, that she is not a, a, a bacon, pork. she's not a bacon fan, she's not a fan of, of pork in she any of the many great, wonderful forms that God gave and put on this it's, earth for us. You don't, you don't eat love. swine. You call it swine? <laughs> now I do. You know, back <laughs> in the day, I didn't. I was like, pork is great. Let's eat pork all day long. I want some pork, dog. But things change. That's what's crazy with your body, kid. You know what I'm saying? Your One body day, and, and your taste buds and everything like that, man. Yep. You know what I mean? And like, that was my problem when I was younger. Was like I had money. and was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go out to eat. And I was constantly going out to eat garbage, pretty much, because you don't think about it. I was thinking about that too, because remember when we were kids and at lunch, they would, you would get the fucking ketchup packets and shit, and whatever you didn't use, you would like finish like you would literally suck the rest of the ketchup or the mustard out of the ketchup packet you would probably i did that shit i'm not talking about the whole packet but whatever you just yeah no if i I even think about doing that shit right now like putting that's why i don't even use a lot of ketchup now i'm like oh you used to suck this shit out the packet (laughs) you a nasty bitch like you're the nasty fourth grader you know long enough my charger is way over there it's a baby charger oh i got you it's not that long. I need y'all to uh, back off. <laughs> 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 oh my charge. You call my charge. Can you turn the mic on for you? Oh man. That baby's always on. Ooh, yeah. That so, would be yeah. funny though. <laughs> After, you know what I'm saying? Like every time we've done this fucking shit, you know what I mean? And especially when I've done it at my credit, with my mic, I'm like, like, it, it, so far into it that I was like, man, shit, I should have thought of this sooner, but let me make sure this shit is on. Luckily, it always has been. Yeah. I, I, mean, I can't wait to hear the difference. 
when I mixed this shit. But no. Why did they sound like they was in space the whole day and <laughs> all of a sudden they got vacuumed? <laughs> Bitch, because we was in space, nigga. How about that? We was hot as fuck and we took you there with us. See, we was wondering how you was following us. Fucking jog. But no, man. But no, man. <laughs> looking at me, it ain't dead yet. You know what I'm saying? But what have we not talked about tonight? Don't talk about Jesus, cause you know I think that's what the world needs right now. What well, the world needs now? Go ahead, and get up. Is Jesus in their heart? Well, we do. Like, we playing, but for real. But I was just playing. I don't want to talk do about. Do you Jesus. have time to talk about our Lord and Savior? We always have time for Jesus. But always. Won't he do? <laughs> Would you like to take a second? <laughs> oh, man. That it always reminds me of Betty. It does. It Won't does. He That's do what it. I was going to say. Won't he do <laughs> He did it for her. He done did it for you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Get her off these phones and off that computer. <laughs> pay her to Just shut pay her up. Pay her to keep her fat asshole. For y'all, for those of y'all that don't know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let me bring y'all in. Betty is now a new term that we use for annoying people that you work with um, at Trillspill with Will and Seven Thirty. Betty is a person that works with uh, with bad. Wanna, you wanna? I don't want to say that she works with me because basically <laughs> she's getting paid by my company ah, to keep her ass home and not do anything. So we're technically not co-workers, but how it started was... Too, it's not like she said, I don't want to be associated with this woman. Uh, no, she reported these women in uh, thoughts, and, uh, thoughts, thoughts of Subway. <laughs> I mean, no. She's not so my, we're, not, we're not co-workers. I know. This is just a story, basically. <laughs> Man. She was in a training class, and <laughs> she was terrible because it was virtual. She couldn't use basic computer skills. So even to a point where she shut her computer off by switching it off with her toes from a power surge that she had underneath the computer and did not know it and did not understand why her computer would not turn off. Had a straight up meltdown. <laughs> I'm gonna find out Betty let switch to her toes. Oh man! So when it came to mind you, this is a call center kind of job. When it came time for Betty to get on the phone, she went rogue and decided to play calls how she wanted, and she didn't give a fuck what was happening. She told people to call back. She Google shit. She didn't use the system <laughs> at all. She Google shit. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Straight up Google you gotta shit. Go back. You gotta go back to Google. <laughs> she was just Googling. Yeah, she didn't use the system to set appointments or nothing. She just Googled this fucking store and told the bitch, go there. They'll help you. <laughs> um, even though people were scream, uh, yelling at Betty via chat, Betty, put that bitch on hold. Betty, look at your message. Betty, what the fuck are you doing? Oh my god. So that went on for about three calls before Betty finally got off the fucking phone. And mm. 
But Betty, once they told her, Betty, what the hell happened, man? You weren't listening to nothing. You were doing your own thing. You weren't even in the system. You were just out. <coughs> what were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, y'all did this. <laughs> <laughs> y'all didn't try to be right. <laughs> I no. got dyslexia. And I can't learn shit right. So y'all for because if y'all want to give me at least a month, I get this shit done. <laughs> So sorry, <laughs> y'all did this. <laughs> no, that, that shit was like the fucking the work equivalent of. Uh, oh shit! Oh, damn, I forgot what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, man, it doesn't matter. You can't lose it. Y'all did this. Y'all did this. She went at everybody. And y'all she got, I got dyslexia, month. and I got cataracts. <laughs> oh, no. Y'all you did this. Y'all should have trained me better. You didn't put none of this on your application. To train my, train me with oh. my disabilities. Oh man, oh, I'm gonna sue y'all. Betty. So they told Betty, "Hey Betty, just don't get on the phone for right now. Let's figure out what we're gonna do with you because you didn't put you know, none of this on your application. Because we don't got the time or the money to fucking spend on training you to get this shit right. Straight up. So you sit down. You so have a seat. Because she threatened for the rest of the damage on it. You know what I'm saying? Letting you keep trying and shit. Yeah. And because she said that she had a learning disability and made hints of legal action, they got scared and put Betty on, hey, Betty, guess what? You Guess what? You're going to get paid and keep your ass home. Don't touch a computer. Don't go buy a computer. We don't want to see you buy a computer. <laughs> don't you touch a you damn Keep your computer. ass on the couch or in the kitchen. That's it. <laughs> Don't you ever come around here. Ever. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. But we will give you money every two weeks. Like a regular check. Like you actually work 80 hours. But you know, that, uh, a stupid ass experience sitting at work too, kid, because so we work basically in small teams. So, you know what I'm saying? When one person's out, you have to cover their desk. You know what I'm saying? So there's like groups of five or six fucking people that, you know, work in rotation fucking with each other like that. So, generally, they try not to let more than one nigga out at a time, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, there's one dude in the team was off already. <laughs> one of my co-workers. I don't know what she was thinking on this kid, you know what I mean? Like, I'll give, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt that she didn't really read what the fuck she was looking at before she posted it. So that, you know what I'm saying, she didn't look as fucking foolish as she did. But to me, it looked like she was trying to get away with something. Oh, shit. It's the, the lights that they don't plug. Oh, okay. Because they're heavy. And I have them taped up when you get loose. It's about to be a trip with wood, but just turning the ghost stories. It's about to be fucking... scary out here now. <laughs> so what once was a kind and gentle situation, <laughs> we might die tonight. Turn into something scary. Yeah, it's just because it's so hot out here. The, the tape that I got there, it keeps just makes the walls up. makes the walls sweat. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, the walls are sweating now too. Right it's so fucking humid out here. But anyway, so she, you know, say she fucking tried to tell us today. Yo, uh, I just got a notice from. And she tried. She said. Sorry for the late notice, but 
I just fucking noticed that the, the, the fucking cable company sent me a letter that said that from 10 to 3, they were going to be working on the shit in the complex, and it would be down. So I'm not going to be able to work from 10 to 3. So as we're fucking, uh, as the niggas that hate, you know what I'm saying, are in the chat now, fucking trying to figure out, well, who's going to cover her this and who's going to cover her that? I'm looking at it, I don't say anything, but I know this nigga is going to catch it because, you know what I'm saying, my fucking manager don't miss nothing. At the very bottom, of, if you read the, because she posted the, like, you know, just to make it seem like she wasn't lying, you know what I'm saying? She fucking posted, like, she took a picture of it and posted it in an email. Then in the email, very clearly at the very bottom, it says, the internet will not be affected. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ah! I was like, oh, this fucking bitch, really. Get your ass on on the um, yeah, got that computer. And sure enough, bro, a few minutes later, he's like, yo, this shit says it's not gonna be affected. Bro. Get your ass back to work. Get back to work, lady. Get back to work. It's it's a uh, idiot. Man, bro, let me take a break just for a moment. Just for a moment. No. If it stops now, it stops forever. Y'all did this. North the pole. It ain't Santa Claus. Brought my gifts to Atlanta. I'm Atlanta Claus. I can smell you pussy with a panty off. I be getting to the bread trying to keep the shit low. But ain't working, my struggle on fire like a circus. Now around the same niggas I've been around. So of course I endorse my graduate nigga from the north side. It's a team team. Got poor side. Other like bitch forget it. I do it all. So I'm of course I got a voice. My opinion on the dance when you walk past. Um, bro, that shit groovy. Hey. Niggas full strings like a quick jeans on my sneakers. I'm a real soulful nigga, kind of green shit, such a speakers. Yeah, yeah. days on cash flow, was no cash flow. But I'm good for the arts, I'm Dr. Show. So I'm good for your heart, let me snatch your soul. Soul, soul. Bloody sacrifice. Yeah, hey. Look at what a motherfucker do for the cash and tape. They'll be right across your head like it's Ash Wednesday. You got two. Get off your ass like your ass is fake <laughs> You can't sit And if we ain't siblings then I can't relate Today's shit, I'm A-sit, I run shit I got it jumping like Pompeii I don't need nothing but one take I'm from the part of the city where young nigga keep a man like one plus eight A politician to fuck fade Corrupt like a dog pound gangster We do it like a small town wager I'm the dropout major Success stories I favor Used to cover my scars out to trying to cover the fader Yeah, Pro Tools, Nas and the faders Tail picks, Asalaamu Alaikum You ain't about static like AM radio Ain't even playing I put my heart in my all in my art I'm boxing it, all of them are the same It's harder to tell them apart some days, I thought I'd call him out all together rather than waste the amount of bars it'll take for me to call him out by name. Caught a glimpse of the alternate world I've introduced to you via the studio. Got them studying our mixtape. I'm from the hood, like my mama put that on my mama. I laid the law down like parliament, all just with a pen and page. I make sacrifices, bloody sacrifices. Like disgusting. That's what's hilarious about what she just sent me because Donkey Butt was yes, was the shit. And just like what was other shit, too close with yes. next. 
it was a whole bunch of shit we didn't have no like y'all remember that song Subway you remember the group Subway they had that song uh, Little Games We Played with uh, 702 y'all remember 702 yeah well my girl was like yeah but now they was jibs they was like 14, 15 you know what I'm saying they was clearly talking about fucking you know what I'm saying I know everybody when I was 14, 15 that's what I was trying to fuck too. I was trying to have sex to that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to lay. This one used to play. Yeah. Yeah. That was a way. But it's just, we done got old. How? Because you got to say this is funny about it. The truth is, and it may be just because I'm an older nigga, and, 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 but the, I don't like that song. I wasn't going to like it anyway because it's fucking Cardi B and you know, my fan. Um, but I don't know. No, you do know. Talk about it because there ain't nothing wrong with it. You're not wrong for whatever you fucking saying. I, I mean, I didn't think it was that bad to be honest with you. I liked it. And I mean, it could have been better, but it was alright for what it was. No, and you know, what I'm the song itself is, is like if, if I'm looking at it from the standpoint of an artist, or from you know what I'm saying, just looking at it without the content itself. It's not bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, the beat is, is pretty good. Um, even the rapping is not as bad as I would expect from both uh, these people. But it's, it's still... It's just not for you, man. Yeah. And I understand that. It's okay. I ain't got no problem with it. I, I got... I kind of have a problem with kids being able to hear, but, like, we just are... We, we've been saying, like, we heard... Shit that we wasn't yeah, supposed to we, be hearing. Now we're feeling because we're older and we know better. Let's, like, right, hey, so right. let's figure out yeah. something though. You know what I mean? What's uh, up? What you what you what you out here figuring out? I'm trying to figure out how old we really were when these songs came out. Um, let me ride that donkey, donkey. Let me ride that donkey. I can't remember what was that donkey booty. What was the name of that song? Um, Please. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody know what that shit was. <laughs> that was nineteen. Okay, so uh, oh, uh, that, uh, the Damn. the song "Too Close" was nineteen ninety seven. So we were seventeen years old. Yeah, but that's not necessarily young. Yeah. Uh, right, what's uh, "Donkey Booty"? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Uh, we're gonna run with it. Try it. Try it out. Try and see. Then <laughs> name the artist because I'll know by the artist. I can't remember the artist's name right right now, but. I'm definitely gonna have to find that song and make it a fucking uh, insert on this bitch. <laughs> what? Just that part right there, please. Uh, uh, please. Uh, uh. <laughs> and there's another song that comes with it. There's other songs that come with that song, and they're all songs that I remember seeing videos for on the box. Just, just not even ordering videos. Just it was Sixty Nine Boys. Oh, and it was Let Me Ride That Donkey is the name of the song. And that's what you had to put to, to find it. You know what I'm saying? It was Let Me Ride That Donkey. <laughs> and what's funny is that how I put was Let play. And, and Me Ride That Donkey song was the fucking. Hit play. But then. You can turn that down. It was to fucking see what year it came up. that down, nigga. I want to hear it, nigga. I want to hear it now. I want to hear that. Please. <laughs> 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 that's black history, nigga. Y'all know that. Give me that donkey butt and them big old legs. I ain't too hard to beg. Ain't no shame in this game. I'm gonna break it down and bag like Jane. Please. 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 Please
Southern hip hop that we end up getting out of UGK, Avon, MJG, Outkast, you know what I'm saying, and other niggas, TI, you know what I'm saying, all the niggas we got from the South, good and mob, without that. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't have got that without Luke. Luke opened the door for them niggas to do that shit because 69 Boys also had another hit. That uh, black crew too, weren't man, they from Miami? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's Luke. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah. once that's he Luke, once he right. beat the federal government, yeah, nigga, shit, he was he was our NWA. He was yeah. for Florida and shit. Like, yeah, that's Black History music right there. You listening to? You know what I'm saying? Turn that shit back on. Let me ride that long flat. Don't turn it back on. Don't don't turn it back on. Don't turn it back on. But uh, but it's it's cool that they have a special place in your heart. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> T Pain. I love me some T Pain, oh, man. man. He's a he's a treasure right there. That's a Florida treasure right there. Man, what's the what's the bartender shit? I went to bartender. Ooh, that from Tommy Davis. Man, she made me drink them drinks, and that's all. Drunk them all. Nah, man, but uh, that. Back then, when that wasn't even they they dropped that, the but they really killed we? the game when they dropped Tootsie Roll. Yeah, man, Tootsie Roll was another thing. Like, no, we talking about Tootsie Roll at right, church. So that's still we was talking about the Tootsie Roll video 15. at church, my nigga. Huh? Donkey. Yeah, 15. fifteen, nigga. And I was I was having sex at fifteen. Hey, man, <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, it was being managed back then. But we was talking about them videos at, at church on Sunday mornings. Like, y'all seen? And it was before BET Uncut. But I think, the, okay, so, because the reason why I bring all this shit up, though, in terms of the day, was um, I think the, the, the initial controversy with the song was that it was like, you know, like fucking asshole parents do shit, you know what I mean? So there was like a TikTok of two little girls, you know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about little girls, you know what I'm saying? Listen yeah. to the song and dancing to it. So I think, you know what I'm saying, there's, there's got to be at least some sort of age limit that you're fucking letting yes, your kids children, listen children, to shit, yeah. you know what I mean? That's dumbass parents. You summed it up. Yeah. And, and sure, then there's no accountability. damn what you let our kids listen to that shit right now. Like, hell no. Right. On top of the pandemic and everything else, that's what you're going to just... Mm-hmm. Just gonna pop that Cardi B and Migs down yeah. in because yeah. honestly, if my like like if my daughter's listening to it, I really can't do nothing about that. But I kind of feel like your daughter's old enough though to like make her own decision on music because if she don't like it, she just doesn't. She yeah. just won't. But if listen you got to a it. toddler, you shouldn't be banging no. shit in the crib, no. <laughs> or in the car, You're banging this shit that, in the that, crib. That's old. <laughs> 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 it had a different connotation. Like I was thinking about a baby crib. <laughs> Wet ass pussy. Like, damn, mom. I'm only two. <laughs> Wet ass pussy though. <laughs> 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 
fucking um, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, I, oh, it's a big pet peeve of mine. Anytime you got pet peeve, fucking parents, fucking like tell their kids or have their kids act more adult than what they are. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I hate fucking parents that let their fucking daughters pose like this and shit with their fucking hands on the or with the fucking hip all out. But it's a fucking baby, man. Fucking. And it's it's more for the parents. I say, oh, say these curse words. It's so funny. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's fucking stupid. It's, I always felt like that shit is more for the parent than the kid anyway. That's why we. Yeah. Like, I post pictures of my daughter. I always have. But we never, like, made her, like, Take pictures like, hey, get get your ass up, get get sit, hold this ball and look at look over. Get, hey, yeah. you gonna be in this pageant? Did, they only wrangled us up if they wanted us all together. Yeah, yeah, some and it was picture some, emotion. <laughs> and it's like some family shit. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like we gonna capture this. So yeah, get with your brother and sister and get together. So we get what I've noticed is that through the years too, like you know, say in terms of being picture takers. Can we roll another one, y'all? We fucking. I have no more trees. I'm sorry, guys. I'm oh, like flushed. Damn. I knew it was supposed to come today, and he didn't. You guys mad? You know what I mean? I don't fucking hang out with you guys like that. No, he usually he trusts me. He he gets me. He gets me. I know. And make up for it. That shit is crazy, dog. And this dude is cursed, so I just gotta give him the the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> He's got the worst fucking luck, man. That dude's always went through some shit. He's a dumbass. He's a dumbass. The dude that I get treated from? Oh. He's always got some shit going on, so. Right now is one of those times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yo, I understand, man. Do you, boo? I'm here, wait. See, you're a loyalist. I got my pen as a backup, you know what I'm saying? I can can bust out the pen if you want. Oh, oh! If you busting out the pen, Joan. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my God! We love the pen here at Trail Spiel. Say, brother. Yeah, I was holding out till I got paid today, but I should have got it yesterday. In reality, he offered to bring it to me yesterday. Me being stupid, I was like, no, no, it's so far. I want to get paid. You trying to be on the up and up? Yeah. But he was looking out. Maybe he knew something. I know, hey, right? Let me get this shit now, man. Shit's <laughs> gonna change shit tomorrow. You never know. My luck. Sucks. I ain't worried about the money right now, though. Just get this shit, though. <laughs> the bag over there. You see it all. Get your face out that bag of chips over there. You want some of these Doritos there, Jack? You want, you want one of these? You know what I'm saying? I can. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit, man. You already ruined the night. <laughs> oh, shit. I ruined the whole night. I'm gonna eat this. I want the whole five seconds. That'd be messed up. I eat that chip and then get coronavirus and shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Really? That's that's how I died? Would it be a conspiracy? I already had a coronavirus. Huh. Eating those four chips. You just didn't know. What? Eating those four chips. You want some Doritos, man. You heard about the Doritos? <laughs> The face you give him and make, make me feel like you heard about these Doritos. You can have some Doritos, man. Doritos ain't nothing to me, dog. Get some Doritos every day. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
They're not if even it says be kind and make somebody smile so they know that these lame ass chips don't make nobody smile. This shit says stand up for someone. Damn. What's your say? Say I'm a bitch. What's <laughs> that? I'm not evil. I asked you what That's your bag says, says, and he said, he said, I'm a bitch. That's what he like, yeah. And it says, Brian's an asshole. Oh. And his echo sweaters suck. <laughs> I don't know who this Brian fellow you speak of is. Brock Brolic. But Brock Brolic rock that dumb shit. And it says, offer to help someone. Get rid of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Put some sleeves on that jaw. You got two options. Put sleeves or birdies. <laughs> we prefer you burn it, but it's up to you. What do you do? What do you do, Hotshot? <laughs> what do you do? Let me tell you that the 730 fan base loves the sweaters. They don't. They haven't seen them yet. They love them. They ain't seen you yet. There's a big fucking, there's like a, a whole fan club. Hammer don't hurt them. Hammer <laughs> don't hurt them. <laughs> she said hammer don't hurt him. I know they heard it. But I had to say it again. Cause that's how I feel. I don't want you to hurt him. Man. So. I don't think they're going to be able to handle that. <laughs> yeah, once we start going visual. We're going to put a real video on top that. of that. An echo right now. You can still wear those, but you're going to have to wear them. That's a no-go for me. Don't make it skyrocket. It's going to be a no for me, dog. How they going to go skyrocket when they do a shit? They're going to go skyrocket. Skyrocket in the sky. Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. If they don't know what movie that is, then they don't need to be listening to Chill Spill with Will. Uh-huh. Or the 730 Podcast. Turn it off! <laughs> Get on out of here! Yeah. <laughs> Go on now! Get from here! <laughs> yeah, that's next. That comes after Get. If you're going to say any more, it's... <laughs> Go on now! Yeah. Get! Yeah. <laughs> Give him round here. <laughs> Come back round here. Get round here. Get from round here. Like food to give them sleeps. What? <laughs> Say that again. My parents are good like food to give them food to give them sleeps. sleeps. <laughs> what the f- is that from? That nigga Harry Springs. Oh man. Stand up, you know. And he says it's the difference between going to his white his white friend's house versus the way he grew up with his parents. Because <laughs> his friend is screaming at his parents and shit. Well, his mom came in oh, and slapped right. the shit out of him. And told him to clean his room and shit. He was like, I run this motherfucker. Try me, nigga. Try me. And then she walked out. And the kid was like going away. He was like, dude, she can't be doing that. She's invading your space and all this shit. <laughs> He said, yo, I started acting like a slave, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I like to chat, you good. But my parents is good, like, from sticking with food, sticking with food. (laughs) 
You know what I found out growing up? Totally shocked me. White kids are just as shocked to find out black kids don't talk back to their parents as we are when we hear them talk back to theirs. So I used to have a little buddy would come over my house on the weekends, a little Nate. We'd be in my room playing video games. My mother used to come in the room on us, cuss me out for no reason. Just scare the shit out of both of them. We'd be in the room playing Mario Brothers. She'd come kick open the door like SWAT. We'd be on level four. She'd Harry's, how many times I done told you to clean this motherfucking room? Cut that goddamn game off to clean this room. I come back, this motherfucking room ain't clean. I'ma take that Nintendo cord, wrap it around your neck, and stick it in your ass. Nigga, I ain't playing with you. This ain't no threat. This is a promise. Try me, motherfucker. Try me. My white friend would turn to me offended like, dude, what the fuck? She can't do that, man. This is your space. This is your area. She's violating your right to privacy. You should say something. You want me to go say something? I'd be so scared. I started talking to him like a slave from Roots. Like, he was gonna get me in trouble. I like you, Nate. I really do. And my parents is good black folk. They gives me food. They gives me sleeps. You get away from around here with that foolishness. Go on, get from here. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. Drugs and girls, love and death. Is all that goes to my head I shrink the world, nothing left I sleep when I am dead Blame me I'm not playing more Hate me It's insatiable I'm not lazy I just can't face it all And I can't And I won't And I don't no, when the underdogs rise again, I'll have my time When my body starts turning in, I'll have my mind Nothing is getting in, not even life I'm gonna stay inside, stay inside TV news, frozen food in here my life's not hard I don't use the bed in my room Cause I don't wanna drop my guard Judge me I will understand I'm ugly Only half a man is your country And I'm contraband Love me when the underdogs rise again, I'll have my time When my body starts turning in, I'll have my mind Nothing is getting in, not even life I'm gonna stay inside, stay inside Where my drink at, dog? Thanks, Brock Brolic. Now everyone thinks that you bring me my drinks. <laughs> what the hell? Why, why, why do they think that? Because I just, you just he brought just me my drink. It. You just brought you me just my drink. played yourself with this drink. I didn't give him shit. You don't remember? You just gave it. You just handed it to me. Pick that shit up himself. Fuck that yeah, shit. Right. You gonna tell them after they heard you? Yeah, you gonna fucking They heard me not have I'll a drink. This black brother telling you, you, I ain't get that shit. Ask you where it was at. They heard me sip the drink and then thank you. And you gonna tell them? I don't even like getting that nigga shit when he's at my crib. Much less I'm gonna get him shit at somebody else's crib. Mm. 
Well, I still thank you for bringing me my drink. <coughs> it's, that was nice. That was nice of you. Don't thank me for shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I hate all of you. <laughs> you do this more often. 